Hello and welcome to the Contentment Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Eve Giovanna, and together we're going to navigate this overwhelming modern world by discussing topics such as spirituality, mental health, enjoying your own company, and much more. All in the hopes that you can find some contentment and inner peace with your authentic self. Hello everyone, I hope you're all doing well. Welcome back to another episode. So I feel like I've had a quite tiring week and I am feeling a little bit tired now but I am looking forward to doing this episode because I couldn't sleep last night so I did something that I never usually do before and I got up in the middle of the night. I just had this idea for a podcast episode and I was like right I'm just gonna get all my ideas out because I can't sleep anyway so I might as well just go and do something and I felt like a bit a bit of a crazy person I'm not gonna lie I was like up at three in the morning crazily jotting down all of these like thoughts that I was having about um an an idea for an episode and then I woke up this morning and I was like okay I'm gonna check my notebook and see does this make any sense is this any good and then I read it and I was like, wow, yeah, that's actually quite good. So I want to share a story with you about something that happened to me at work this week. And I feel like I talk about work quite a lot, but work in the past couple of months of my life has been dominating my life and it's been making me have a lot of realisations about myself and who I am and the way that I work and the way that I want to live my life. So I might have mentioned this before, or maybe I just mentioned this on TikTok, but my boss has said to me, Eve, I've noticed that, you know, you've not got, you're not doing very well with your concentration, like you find it hard to concentrate for long periods of time and especially focusing on one task and you seem, I suppose I just seem quite scattered because I get quite fidgety and I don't like sitting down for too long and I think maybe she's just noticed that I'm like getting up quite a lot and moving around and, you know, just getting myself about and this was a couple of weeks ago so... This week I had my probation meeting and we were talking about my progress and my boss said to me, I am going to put you through for a referral to occupational health so we can assess whether you have ADHD or I think it might be an ADD because the symptoms seem quite obvious from, you know, where I'm standing and a few of the other managers have said it they've not like been talking about me behind my back in a not nice way they've just said oh this is what we've noticed this is what we want you know you should go forward with getting this assessment and then we can find what works for you and we can help you and we can support you which is really nice and it's good and I was a little bit taken aback by you know the referral but at the same time I'm going sidetracking a little bit here but I'm looking back at my life and I'm looking back at my experience in the education system and I'm like oh wow yeah so I did have problems with my attention and at the time I thought maybe it's just because I was naughty and I just wanted to talk to my friends and I just wanted to do other things and granted that probably was part of it but actually maybe some of it what something else was going on and I was genuinely like I'm just a bit neurodiverse and I do have difficulty with concentration anyway sorry that was completely digressing from what I'm trying to say so in this meeting my boss said to me you know over the next few months you can decide whether admin work is for you or maybe you want to go into something creative and she wasn't saying it to me to push me out of my work she was just saying you know 
this is just an opportunity for you to gather whether this is something that is a good fit for you. And I was like, oh, right, okay. That's the second person in a week that said to me, why don't you move into a more creative sector or a different sector of work because maybe you're just not suited to like office work, admin work. And it's so funny actually because straight after the meeting I checked my emails and my therapist had sent me a job um, doing like a creative job and I was like, I think the universe is trying to tell me something. I think the universe is trying to tell me that I should try and move into a different sector of work because clearly I'm not that suited to like office life, admin life. Anyway, it got me thinking about, okay, well, what is stopping me from moving into a different sector of work? I know that I'm definitely going to move into a different sector at some point. I'm just not really sure when because I suppose it's trying to figure out exactly, well, not exactly, trying to figure out what I want to try next and trying to figure out how I'm going to do it, you know, how am I going to fund that? And so it got me thinking about all of the career choices that I could go for. I've been thinking maybe I could be a dog walker, maybe I could be a yoga teacher, maybe I could set up a small business and sell creative things. And I got a bit, I suppose, a little bit overwhelmed by all the choices. And then I got thinking about how this year I want to like go travelling again or I want to move to a different city. And then I thought, well, if I'm going to do that then is there any point setting up a a business now or, you know, retraining and putting all my efforts and energy into my career when actually I'm going to need to put time and energy into uh, moving to a different city or going travelling somewhere? But then I get this other feeling that I'm like, oh, but you know what? I'd, I'd love to just like settle somewhere and like get into a relationship and get a dog and have kids and really make a home for myself then I also want to be single because I love like the freedom and the self-exploration and not like being tied down to anything so my roundabout feelings were I'm feeling a little bit lost and confused about what I want in life because there is so many choices and there is so many things that I can do and there's so many potential opportunities and then this got me thinking about how so many people do feel lost in life so many people feel lost in their 20s and they feel really alone in their feelings and I think people generally do just feel lost at different points in their life and we're all going through this like shared experience but I wanted to open up a conversation about it and talk about it and talk about my experiences in the times of when I have felt lost in life and how I've navigated that because I suppose when I went through my experience of moving to Canada and then coming back I was pretty certain when I was going that I was gonna like stay there for a couple of years and in my mind I kind of was like right I've got a plan and I don't need to think about anything else that's my plan I'm gonna do that I'm gonna put all my focus and my energy into that and when that didn't work out there was just kind of this gap, this really huge gap in my life where I was like, I do feel quite lost and confused and I feel quite lonely in that experience. Now, before I start this conversation, I wanted to acknowledge that this is definitely a first world problem and that having lots of choices and opportunities is a massive privilege and I am grateful for that and I don't genuinely feel really like stressed and overwhelmed and anxious all the time because 
of this slightly lost feeling that I get sometimes. It is just something that comes in and out of my life at points and I try not to focus on it too much because I do realise that it is a nice problem to have in some ways. Although, side note to that, I completely recognise and value that feeling lost and directionless in life can be a difficult feeling and just because it's a first world problem doesn't mean that it is not the feelings that you have when you feel lost and directionless in life are not valid. So I thought a good first question to ask would be why do people feel lost in life? So I think that a lot of people feel lost in life especially in like your early to mid-20s is because you've been in the education system your whole life, or most people have it anyway, and so many people feel lost and directionless without that structure and without that purpose. You know, my sister was saying to me the other day, she's 18, so she's just come out of the education system. She's not going to uni, um, or she's not going to uni yet. And she was saying that she misses having that sort of like, that thing to kind of anchor her in her life like that is somewhere that she needs to be five days a week it definitely does give you like purpose and meaning and structure I suppose another reason why people feel lost in life is because in the modern world we've given ourselves so much meaning and purpose and we're all quite obsessed with being productive that when somebody doesn't have so much focus on like finding their meaning in life and finding a purpose and having like goals and having structure and having a plan it may seem like they are quite lost in life and I suppose if you are that type of person who doesn't have that much of a plan with what they're doing in life then you may compare yourself to other people and think oh am am I lost am I directionless what what am I doing with my life you just compare yourself don't you but I do think that we're all just such unique individuals and if you don't have much of a structure or purpose or goal or direction in life that is completely valid but also if you have like these goals and you have this purpose and you have a structure that is also very valid as well it's all just we're all just having our own unique experiences and we don't need to compare ourselves to other people Although I know that it is uh, very hard not to compare yourself to other people, especially with social media. That really does make us all compare ourselves so much. And that's the next thing that I wanted to talk about. So I suppose with social media, there's so much content out there now and there's so much messaging. It can make us feel confused at times. So social media is telling us all these different messages about what we should want and then it creates confusion about what we actually want and for me I suppose when I'm consuming a lot of social media I'm taking in all these different messages and it makes me have a lot of mental clutter and it clouds what I actually want and it makes me question do I actually want that or is it social media influencing me to think that I want that So, for example, I have this feeling inside me that I want adventure and I want travel and I want to have new experiences. But then on social media, I'll see like these really cute couples who are buying a house, they're getting a dog, they're building a home for themselves. And 
I'm like, oh, actually, do I want that? And to be fair, I definitely do want that. But when I really ask myself, right, okay, do you actually want that right now in your life? The answer is no, I actually don't want that right now in my life. I do want the adventure and the travel, but I too just get very easily influenced by social media. So I do have to be wary and ask myself quite a lot, like, is that actually something that I want or is that something that social media is influencing me to think that I want? Because if I think about it, if right now I were to, like, get into a relationship, buy a house, settle down, um, I would maybe feel like I'd not done enough travelling and enough ex- had enough experiences on my own because that is something that I do want. I do want, like, to have experiences and travel on my own because to me that is quite valuable. If you feel like social media is playing a big influence in trying to gain clarity on what you actually want in life, then I have this kind of exercise that I use to figure out whether it's just something that I think that I want or is it actually something that I actually want. So I find that say if I'm scrolling through TikTok or Instagram or whatever it is, and I see something, I see somebody doing something, for example, I don't know, they're going solo traveling around the world and I get this really strong urgency to want to do that thing. And straight away, I'm like, I need to start making plans to do this thing instantly and right away. That is generally the ego talking and your ego wants you to do that thing. And that's not necessarily what you actually want. Whereas I find that if you see something and you think, oh, I want that and that feeling stays consistent and it comes back quite a lot and there's not like this really big urgency to it, then that's when it's more likely it is something that you want rather than just like your ego wanting it. And what I find as well is that if something is ego driven, you'll lose interest quite quickly in it and you will forget about it quite quickly. Whereas if it's something that you genuinely do want, then that feeling will stay consistent inside you and it will keep reoccurring in your life. And sometimes the universe will be giving you signs that that is something that you actually do want. Okay, so now moving on to the next part of the podcast, which is what do you do if you feel lost? What do you do if you feel lost and you are not enjoying the sensation? You're feeling a bit directionless. You're feeling a bit like confused about what you want. Now, the first thing that I will say is you have to understand that feeling lost in life is completely normal and that is going to fluctuate in and out of your life throughout your whole life. It's not just in your 20s that you're going to feel lost there is going to be, you know, times in like your 60s when you feel lost or times in your 50s when you feel lost. It is just a normal part of life. And I think recognising that and sort of accepting it in a way does make you feel more comfortable when you are just going through those periods of life when you do feel lost. Something else I'll say that you might find some comfort in is that So many people don't have their life figured out. So many people have no idea what they're doing and they're just getting by and making it up as they go along. And that includes adults as well. So I think when you're younger, you know, when you're a teenager or when you're a kid, you think that grown-ups have everything figured out and they understand everything and they they know what's going on, basically. And then when you become an adult, you are like, 
oh God, I, I I don't feel like I have everything figured out and I'm a bit lost and I'm a bit confused. And then you speak to people older than you and they're like, yeah, we don't know what we're doing either. We're just making it up as we go along. And it's kind of a bit of a scary moment when you realise that. But it's also quite comforting because then you know that it is just so normal for many people to not have so many things in their life figured out and you really don't have to and I suppose what I mean by having things figured out is like thinking about you know your career trajectory thinking about where you're going to live you know what are your goals in life what are the things that you want to achieve I do have things in my life that I recognise now that I want to achieve. I do have long-term like goals and plans. However, I know that that is going to change and transform throughout my life and I'll probably have some like more goals and more things that I want to happen that I don't even recognise yet. Now, one thing that really helped me get through this period of feeling lost and confused in life is reframing it. So instead of worrying so much about what am I going to do? I am trying to see it as a time of like exploration, experimenting and seeing this time in my life right now as an opportunity to have a fresh start and really ask myself, well, what is it that you want? Like, what is your wildest dreams? And then making a plan from there. Another thing that I think is important about reframing this time as exploration and experimenting is that I'm not going to be 100% sure if something is going to be the right thing and say if I do do something and I do not have the desired outcome and I think oh I don't actually want to do that as much as I thought I wanted to do that that's okay because it is an experiment it's just trying something seeing if it's something that I like and something that I want And then, you know, if it is, then I'll stick with it. And then if it isn't, that is completely okay. It's not a failure. It's just, yeah, it's just experimenting with life. And now I'm reframing this time in my life as a time of exploration and experimentation. I feel excited about life because I just think the next few years I'm going to be trying, you know, lots of different things. I'm going to be trying different hobbies, different careers, different ways of working, different ways of making money. And it's quite exciting. Now, if you're thinking, I still don't have a clue what I even want to experiment with, what I even want to try. My number one best piece of advice when you are feeling unsure about yourself, unsure about your life, when you're feeling directionless, is that you need to consider your values. And like, the reason why I say this and the reason why I talk about values so much is because if you figure out what is it that is valuable to you in life, then you can figure out how is it that I want to use my most precious resources, which is your time and your attention? And you can put your time and your attention and your energy into what you value in life. And therefore, you will feel fulfilled because you are using your time and your energy and your attention on the things that you value and you think are important in life. So just a quick example. One of my values is relationships you know my relationships with my friends my relationships with my family and I choose to spend my resources my time attention my energy into my relationships because that is what I value and therefore I get a lot of meaning and fulfillment 
when I put time and attention into my relationships because that is what I see as valuable in life. So once you have established your values, the next thing that I would do is align your short-term actions and like your daily habits with your values and your long-term goals. So for example, one of my core values and one of sort of my long-term goals is to look after my health, it's to be healthy, it's to nourish my body, love my body. And the way that I do that is I try to look after my body in a sustainable way that is not overwhelming and that I'm not just going to give up on after a few days. So for me, this looks like practicing yoga every day on most days, but only practicing between, I'd say about 10 to 20 minutes. Occasionally I'll do half an hour if I'm feeling really energetic. I've been doing this for a while now, but just having a a small manageable goal has made sure that I've done it so much more consistently than having these quite difficult, complex, high standard goals that are unattainable and I'm definitely not going to stay consistent with and I will just give up on after a few days. Another example of my short-term actions aligning with my long-term goals and values is I have said to myself, I'm going to do a podcast episode every two weeks, no matter what. And I always do end up doing it every two weeks. And sometimes I will do more than that. But for me, my creativity is one of my core values. So making sure that I carve out that time to be able to express myself creatively is so important. And, you know, I might have said this in the past episode, but right now it's not sustainable for me to do it every week just because of the place that I live and the time and the energy that I have. But for me, saying to myself, okay, well, I'm going to definitely do an episode every two weeks and then any other episodes can just be a bonus. That is a manageable, attainable goal. The reason why it is important to line up your short-term actions with your long-term goals and values is because if your values is what is going to make you feel fulfilled and make you feel like your life has meaning and purpose, then you are going to want to align that with what you are doing every single day. Because if you think about it, if you think that you value something quite a lot, but then you're not actually that bothered about making sure that you're taking little steps towards it every day how much do you really value it and sometimes I think taking step towards putting energy and focus and like your time your attention into what you value isn't always easy because I suppose we have a lot of other distractions in life a good example of this is I suppose a lot of artists are procrastinators and even though they really value their creativity and like being able to express themselves in that way, they do procrastinate and get distracted by other things because sometimes it's not easy to like focus and put your attention on something that's, I suppose, really worth it in the long term but can be initially a little bit challenging sometimes. I wanted to add a side note to what I just said, which is kind of on a similar topic. And it is that although I think it is important to, you know, align your short term actions and your daily habits with your 
values and your long-term goals. I do think that there can be such thing as having too much of a rigid plan and if you're anything like me and you're obsessive then I can become really obsessed with this plan or goal that I have or this direction that I want to go into and then I can obsess about this one point of time in the future when I will have fulfilled this like goal or plan and I will forget to live in the moment. I do think that the phrase life is what is happening when you're busy making plans is so true because I think sometimes you know weeks and months can go by and you're not really present or this is speaking from experience you know months and weeks can go by and I'm not present in my life because I'm just obsessing about this one point in the future. Also to add to that I do think sometimes when you put a lot of pressure and a lot of focus onto this point in the future or this like long-term goal or plan that you have and then maybe for some reason it doesn't work out then it can be really disappointing and I think you know you can put a lot of pressure onto this thing and you and you think oh well you know once I achieve this long-term goal or plan or this certain thing happens in my life then that will alleviate some of these like feelings of uncertainty and feeling lost but sometimes it just doesn't work like that and it doesn't work out exactly how you think it's going to and unfortunately sometimes it's not going to alleviate those feelings of uncertainty or feeling lost and like I said it can be quite disappointing I suppose what I'm trying to say in a roundabout way is that although it is good to have a plan in life, it is also good to have a degree of flexibility and I suppose it's a balance of having some discipline but also realising that sometimes it's okay to stray away from your plan a little bit in life and it's good to not put too much focus on pressure on certain like goals or certain points in your life because if it doesn't work out for some reason then it can cause a lot of difficult feelings and that is speaking from experience. Going back to talking about you know when I went to Canada I think maybe I didn't realise at the time but I was putting a lot of expectations and maybe some pressure on myself to be like this is really gonna give me like purpose and meaning and direction in life and this is going to make me feel fulfilled and then when it didn't work out I was just like this big empty hole in my life and I kind of wish that I'd not put so much pressure and so much expectation on it at the time and the thing is it's I don't like blame myself for that I don't have any bad feelings towards myself for putting all that expectation and pressure on this thing but that is something that I've learned to maybe just be a bit more mindful going into those experiences. I've spoken about control quite a lot on this podcast and how letting go of control has been a huge part of my kind of healing journey. And I do think that so much of the time, so many of us think that we're in control and we always will be. We're in control of our lives. We're in control of what is going to happen. But Something that I have learned in the past year or so, I would say, is that so much of the time 
we are not in control. Basically, all of the time we're not in control. You have no idea what's going to happen in life. And I'm not saying that in a scary way. I'm saying that in like a, mostly in a good way. And I suppose trying to adopt this mindset of not worrying too much if things don't go exactly to plan is something that can be quite useful. One other thing that I wanted to talk about, which is in a similar realm to what I just spoke about, is I feel like sometimes in life we can feel like we're meant to be in certain places or we should be in certain places. So for example, like living in certain places or being in certain relationships or being in certain careers. However, when we aren't in those places by the time we expected to be in those places we can feel confused as to how we got there so a good example of this is me living at my dad's right now I did not think or I did not plan to be living at my dad's honestly it was probably one of the last places I planned to live however when I've been living here I've had to just let go of that expectation of where I thought I should be and just embrace or try to embrace where I am and to be where my feet are. Because I do think this whole idea of, I think I should be doing this or being in this certain place creates this feeling of, oh, well, I'm I'm just so lost and I'm confused because I think I should be in these certain places when really there isn't anywhere that you should be. You are just where you are and that is where you are if that makes sense and another really important thing that I am trying to do is just focus on where I am right now and enjoying what that particular situation is bringing to me and not so much focusing on where I think I should be and where I think I should be enjoying myself because I think so much in life you look back on a pocket of time and you think, I wish I appreciated that more. I wish that I was a bit more present instead of looking in all the other direction and think, looking in all the other directions and thinking that I should be in, should be in these other places. So right now, you know, as I've said before, I live at my dad's, I'm living with my family. I haven't lived at home in a really long time, maybe about eight years. So coming back here, even though it wasn't what I planned, has been an absolute blessing to spend all of this time with my family. And I'm just trying to soak up and enjoy and appreciate this time living in close proximity with them because this is not something that is going to necessarily be a regular occurrence in my life. You know, maybe I'll end up settling in Manchester or you just don't know what's going to happen in life. And I think that I don't want to look back when I'm older and think wow I didn't appreciate that at all I want to look back and think you know I was really present and I really appreciated that I suppose you would call it a privilege because you know not everybody has that privilege of having a family that you know they're really close to and they love and yeah I'm just trying to be appreciating of where I am wherever I am in that pocket of time okay so now I want to move on to talking about something a little bit different and it may seem a bit off topic but it definitely fits in with the bigger picture and it's not necessarily relevant to everybody but I know that some people will really appreciate this and it'll give them 
it will give them perspective on their own life. So I want to talk about privilege and I suppose before I dive into what I want to say about privilege is that I recognise and acknowledge that I am privileged in my own life and I'm not necessarily saying this coming from the perspective of my personal experience. This is just something that I've learned about in recent times and it may be helpful for people who are not necessarily privileged in life. So say you look at other people in life and you think, they seem to know what they're doing, they seem to have a lot of direction and purpose and they seem to have had a lot of self-exploration and they understand themselves and they don't get these, or it doesn't seem like they get these lost and confused feelings. Just stop for a moment and think, have they been afforded that time and that energy and that space to do so? So for example, if you grew up in an unstable home where you experienced emotional stress, financial stress, um, social stress, then you will have spent a lot of that time and energy focusing on, you know, those things that made your life really stressful. And therefore, you will not have a lot of time and space and energy or possibly financial freedom for self-exploration and figuring out what is it that you want in life and that what you're good at and figuring out like your skills and just basically having that space to be able to explore and experiment. If you are experiencing emotional stress, then you are going to be in survival mode and you're going to put your focus and your attention on just surviving and just getting through. And then you're not going to have any extra headspace to go on any journeys of that self-exploration so that is just something to give you perspective in life when you are comparing yourself to other people just consider for a moment that yeah maybe this person has more of life figured out because they have started life a few steps ahead of me and I'm not saying this to hate on people who have privilege I'm just saying it like I said to give somebody perspective when they're comparing themselves to other people One last thing I want to say about privilege is that it is good to recognise when you are comparing yourself to somebody who has had more privilege in life. However, it's important to recognise and appreciate that, but not to get too hung up on it. I'm trying to tread very lightly in how I say this, but I suppose I'll speak from my own personal experience. So I feel like in my life, Obviously, I have been very privileged and like I've had so many, I have so many amazing things to be grateful for, but I have had some experiences when I was growing up that have hindered my perception of myself and has affected like my self-esteem and it has definitely affected the life choices that I've made and I think that I could be very hung up on how those experiences have affected my life choices. However, I recognise and appreciate that that does make me feel a little bit sad sometimes but I'm not going to let that define me and I'm focusing more on what I can learn from that experience that I had so those experiences affecting my life choices and thinking well I'm not going to let those experiences affect the way that I make choices in my life now. I suppose what I've just spoken about is complex and layered and it is 
all just very personal to ourselves but yeah I'm just sharing what I have experienced in my life and how that is shaping the way that I'm navigating my life. Okay so I think the podcast episode is coming to an end but I just want to leave you with a couple of ending notes. So the first thing is you do not need to have your life fully figured out at any age. Life is a journey, it's not a destination and I don't think anybody ever gets to this point in life where they think okay well I feel like I've fully figured everything out and I feel really certain about everything. You just have like ebbs and flows of when you're feeling lost or you're feeling a bit more certain about where you are in life and that is absolutely fine. Another thing is life would actually be quite boring if you had it all figured out and I like to think that even though maybe there is a bit of feelings of I'm a bit lost or I'm slightly uncertain I am quite excited by the thought of my life because I've got so many exciting years ahead of me of like self-exploration and having all of these like potentially amazing experiences that I don't even know that are going to be amazing experiences because I've not figured it out yet. The second thing is truthfully yes I do sometimes feel a little bit scared and a little bit uncertain of the future but for me it just comes in waves like all the other feelings that I have and that is so normal and that is so natural and just know that if you're going through a period of time right now where you're feeling a bit lost that you know those feelings are not going to last forever and they do just come in ebbs and flows and also I'm trying to meet these feelings with love and kindness and understanding and what I mean by this is I suppose just welcoming them into this big range of emotions that I feel and saying to myself it is okay that any of the feelings that I feel are okay to feel and not try and try to not have in a conflict with myself when I do have feelings that are not so desirable okay so that is the end of the episode but I hope you enjoyed that I feel like maybe it was a little bit all over the place especially at the beginning when I was trying to segue from what happened at work to talking about the topic of today's episode but I hope that you found some value and some comfort in what I had to say and if you've got any like thoughts or feelings that you want to put out there just message me on my socials Okay, well, I hope you have a lovely rest of your weekend or you have a good week and I will see you for the next one. Thank you so much for listening. I'm new to this world of podcasting, generally putting myself out there on social media. So if you have any comments, feedback or questions, please contact me on my socials, Instagram and TikTok. So my handle is evegiovanna underscore, that's E-V-E-G-I-O-V-A-N-N-A underscore. And if you found value or enjoyed this episode, I would be grateful if you shared this with a friend or left a review.